Welcome to the Home Ownership and Marriage Podcast with the Low Property Team, where it is all about running a successful business together and balancing a healthy marriage. Host Jarrell and Brittany Lowe. Purpose and passion is to help you create the life you want by turning your combined passions into generational wealth while sharing what they've learned on their journey with you. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us again as we are going to dive a little deeper into homeownership and marriage. Yes. I'm Brittany Lowe. And I'm Drell Lowe. And today's topics that we are discussing are, one, rigorous honesty and what that looks like. Two, knowing your role in the business and in the marriage. And three, welcoming healthy conflict. All right, now let's get into it. All right, well, before we jump into it, I want to preface that what works for us might not work for you, and that's totally fine, but what's super important is figuring out something that does work for you. Develop your system, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's get into it. Take Uh, it away. Absolutely. Um, We, you know, I think this year we had an amazing year, time to reflect, build relationships, community, and I want to talk about a... um, our clients. Um, it was in the middle of summer. We were getting beat up by multiple offers. And, you know, I think we were, sh- we probably submitted about 12, 13 offers. I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. And I remember it was like five o'clock on a Sunday evening. And this couple has just been a huge, a huge just pillar for our marriage this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we were all frustrated. You know, Brittany's frustrated at the the listing agents, I was frustrated because I feel bad we couldn't deliver. They were frustrated. Um, but we all had a conversation in the driveway that day that had nothing to do with real estate. Mm-hmm. You know, they've been married for 16, 17 years. And, and have f- a beautiful family. Oh, two, two beautiful girls. Two beautiful girls. Oh, my goodness. And they shared something in the driveway with us. And it was rigorous honesty. And for me, it kind of took me like I, it took a second to capture what they were trying to share because I was I had my real estate hat on and I was in the mindset of, OK, how do we get the deal done? How do we ensure that this can be done? We're going to find you a home. But this the, the I'm just going to if it's OK, I'm just going to sin and reg. They just step they took a step back and shared rigorous honesty, getting through the tough angles of marriage. How do you separate all that crap, all the stuff that's out there that's to distract you? There's going to be a lot of people that don't like you, and that's okay. But the problem is, is the people that don't like you, the cacklers, the hecklers, all them people out there, you don't let them impact what's going on inside this circle. And I think, you know, just to um, interject really quick, you know, they gave a great example of, you know, regardless if it's people, if it's, you know, stress factors or whatever that's influencing um, or having an impact or a negative impact on the marriage itself at that time, right? That she said there's four corners. There's four corners, you know, herself, her husband, and their two lovely girls of, of what would you say? I guess um, if not, that- not, um, not allowing the extra factors to attack those four corners at any point and how utilizing rigorous honesty and with each other 
and then with the family of what that what that looks like to keep that sacred yeah yeah i could be going on a tangent no she's the best at explaining it we probably should have brought her on we should have done that we'll do that next time but (laughs) i think Brittany's hitting the nail on the head right there i think what we have to understand in the marriage in the business the focal point is what's inside that square once we're able to identify here's everything that matters everything else if it's not working for the benefit of what's inside this square I don't have time for it. Mm-hmm. And then the rigorous honesty comes about when we have to accept the damage that we've done. Meaning, inside this square, if me and Brittany have a disagreement, she has to hold me accountable. Rigorous honesty. No, Jarrell, you're sucking butt today. You need to get up, stop being lazy, and get your stuff done. And I think that's what has been so beneficial just for us to be able to hold that honest phase of our marriage, being able to hold each other accountable. And now we're understanding how to eliminate the distractions, right? The things that are outside of that square as we discuss. Mm -hmm. And I think an important aspect is not just uh, um, having that rigorous honesty, a part of your marriage, a part of your business, but leading into our next point knowing your role in this business, knowing mm-hmm. what your responsibility is. I don't know. What do you think? Well, knowing your role in the business and also in the marriage, I think in the marriage is where it starts and then you can go ahead and build into the business. You know, we are very much a sports household yep. through and through. Um, and we both know the importance of being on a team as we both have been on teams before and we've seen great teams. We've been a part of great teams and we've been a part of really terrible teams but the the great ones the the ones that the legacy is through and through are the ones that know each and every person on that team knows their role so for me a great example in my time playing college ball my coach she was always big on creating a winning culture and she would always say you know during every game know know your own strength but also know your teammates' strength. And I know we might have briefly talked about this just, you know, um, a little bit before, but to really go in depth of it's so imperative, right? When you when you look at the Warriors, for example, right, there are so many great, great players that are on that team, from Steph Curry to Clay Thompson to Draymond Green to now bringing back Andre Iguodala. Mm. So many great players on that team. You but act like you a warrior. You naming all these people whatever. like you know what you're talking about. Whatever. Um, so many great people on the team, but each of them knows their role. They know that, you know, Draymond, when he comes to play the game, he, he knows he's not going to, you know, play like Steph. And Steph knows he's not going to play like Draymond because that's not their strength. Absolutely. But can I add something to that, Go Brittany, real quick? I think as you highlight that point of Draymond, there are so many people that talk crap about mm-hmm. Draymond, mm-hmm. right? Why is he making this amount of money when he only averages seven points a game? Mm-hmm. But the problem that most people don't understand is Draymond has accepted his role. He accepts that Clay and Steph are the shooters. Mm-hmm. My job is to figure everything else out. Right. Mm-hmm. My job is to go rebound, defend the bigger player, take on some of those responsibilities nobody else is going to do. And what he's doing now is beca- he's become that emotional leader. Right. Mm-hmm. So when we're talking about I think I really want to fine tune this, because when you're mentioning know your role, we're not saying this is what you do and go back down in the mailroom and do what you're supposed to do. Yeah. No, that's not what we're saying. What we're saying is when you're in that organizational chart, when um, this is a husband and wife deal and we're trying to figure this out, I need to know what I'm responsible for. 
Yeah. And I think that that's, that's, it works so well for us because we both came from, you know, a predominantly sports background and myself being initially a, a point guard shifted to being a shooting guard in college and accepting and knowing that and what I'm bringing to the team and then also understanding my teammates and what they're bringing so that, you know, like we said before, we're putting each other in situations yeah. to be great. And yeah. that's okay if we're putting each other in situations that we might need to grow a little bit more because that's what we're going to need to do to grow. Mm -hmm. But for us, I, th this is what works for us, Absolutely. right? It, it works, you know, just for our marriage uh, of, I don't want to say duties of, of what we're doing day in and day out, but I have an understanding of my role in the marriage. And well, I also have an understanding of my role in the business. Can I explain it this way? Maybe this will help it out. My role is to stay out the kitchen. Yeah, that is just not my, in my kitchen. Yeah, I don't thrive <laughs> in the kitchen. Away. Now, if you want top ramen, hot dogs, no. I can whip you up something that is phenomenal. But Brittany just thrives in that. And it's not something that I've deemed for her. It's just her happy place, baking, cooking, whatever that is. And what the real life, knowing your teammate's strength is letting them to be able to thrive where they're at. Um, and this is, I, I think, to wrap up the second point, I want to make, the, I want to share something that was told to me. It was my mentor probably about 10 years ago. I was going through some challenges in life and it was hard. And he said, Drell, your first duty, your first leadership role as a man is your family. Mm -hmm. And the point that I'm trying to make is we hear a lot of people saying, I want to be program manager. I want to be program director. I want to lead my own team. And that's but all great. Yeah, that's all great. whatever it's you want to do. Totally fine. But for me, it had to get to that place where how do I lead my family? I need to get to a place where Brittany can thrive, right? I don't need to limit her. I need her to thrive. So put her in position to excel. We don't need Stephen Curry down there guarding a the big man. We need him on the three-point line. We need him 32 feet from the basket. So we need to put these people in position to excel. And I think that's the important piece about knowing your role, know your teammates' role, and know how that transition works where you can intercede when we can mm -hmm. set each other up for success. Mm -hmm. and, it, and it's the same thing for me of knowing that what Jarrell needs to be able to thrive and be successful and crush it every single day of eliminating distractions. You know, we, we joke about it with friends and family and there's so much value to it. But for him, it's it's having mental peace. Yes. Right. It's having mental peace. If if work is chaotic that day or, you know, if extra negative factors are seeping into our marriage that we're seeing with conflict with each other, whatever the case might be, I need to do what I need to do to eliminate everything so that when he comes home or when he has a big task at hand that he doesn't feel, you know, the the extras, the extras that that life can bring. No, absolutely. And I think, Brittany, I want to jump into this third point because I heard you say something about conflict. Mm -hmm. And I think this is a huge one that is often slept on. Whether you're newlyweds or you've been married a few years, have you ever had that experience where you guys can walk around the same house, not talk to each other, lay in the same bed, get in the same car, and still hold anger, hold anger in your heart? And I think this is the point that I really want us to focus on so we can share it with everyone that's listening. Um, welcoming healthy conflict. That does not mean I wake up in the morning, I yawn, and I figure out the f easiest way to get on Britney's nerves. That's not what that means. I, I'm not trying to get on Britney's nerves. What it means is sometimes in life, 
me and Brittany are going to have a disagreement on something. Uh, she has that eye. She has the aesthetic for all the creative stuff. There are some things I'm going to disagree on that I'm going to voice out. But we have to have that healthy conflict to level up to the place that we're trying to go. Mm -hmm. If I just sat here and just stayed quiet or Brittany just sat there and stayed quiet and let me take us on this road that was a dead end road, then we're both going to a direction we don't want to be right. We don't want to be there. How do we get to the next step on the ladder? And part of that is welcoming what that healthy conflict looks like for both of us and business, mm -hmm. right? Because it's going to, it's good. Sorry. It's, I just wanted to say this real quick before I forget it, because it's going to feel uncomfortable. And that just means that you're growing because yeah. healthy conflict is, is, is essentially growing pain. So you want to welcome that in. Absolutely. I think, I think for as business partners and you're working through your organizational map or spouses, whatever the case may be. I don't want to highlight arguments and emotional fights. I'm, that's not what I'm highlighting. It's okay to have disagreements. It's okay to have table table discussions and, and uh, figure out what that next step is. The thing is, is we're both passionate about what we do. And when pe two people are equally as passionate, there's going to come conflict disagreement and obstacles always it's life yeah and i think i want to encourage you know as you're you're working through this process to figure out your marriage and man we're trying to own a home and we just can't get over the hump and now we're fighting amongst each other and it's like sometimes you got to step back to figure out what's going on in order to get on a clear track where your future is going to be and for us for us we welcome healthy conflict but is it okay if i share this Brittany? It's, yeah go ahead one promise that we've always held to ourselves, and this is something I just, I, I absolutely, we have to hold this. Do not go to sleep with anger on your heart. Why? Because you wake up in a different emotional state when you see that person in the morning. Now, I know people might disagree with this, but I'm just going to say this is what works best for us. Emotional, um, uh, operating in your emotions is like, Imagine standing in the backyard and there we're celebrating a birthday and everybody's holding balloons and that little boy or little girl lets go of the balloon, right? That thing goes so high in the air and it's going to go about a half a mile down the road and end up in somebody else's backyard. Well, that's exactly what happens when you let emotional fights fester. If me and Brittany are fighting and we go to bed fighting and we wake up with that anger or rage that are still there with us, we're going to be emotionally in some other place that we didn't want to be. And it's going to then have an effect on our business because we're business partners. Yes. So that very next day, our clients may feel bad and that they don't deserve that. And I think what is most important is, you know, how it all circles back together is how we how we welcome healthy conflict by being, by having rigorous honesty conversations with each other, right? Of is this us or is this us allowing negative uh, conflict or stress or other people into what we're trying to do, into our, our business yeah. or into our marriage? Yeah. And then from there, it's okay, once we can figure that out together, then it's knowing our role. Well, I did this and maybe I should have done this and okay, you did this and it bothered me. So X, Y, Z, right? So it all, it all correlates with each other and it, it's a process, but that's, yeah, that's just my thought, right? Of yeah. it, 
it's definitely hard for us, right? Because not a, not a lot of people are in business together that they're married together because they can't make it work. They can't mm. figure it out. They want to tear, you know, rip each other's heads off. And some days I want to rip Jarrell's heads off. Heads off. Head off. Bring it if you want <laughs> Sometimes to. you have two, two, two heads. Bring it. <laughs> I want to rip each of them off, you know? But, um, yeah, that's – I think for me that that's uh, – it's been helpful, especially in this past year of focusing on those three main points and always coming back to those three, three points, you know, when we're experiencing that or when we're, we're feeling some kind of way of, okay, let's come back to the drawing board and let's focus on our values and what we're trying to do essentially. Yeah. And I think just to, let's go ahead and wrap this up because I don't want to take away too much from your days uh thank you guys for listening and joining in but if you're a first-time buyer right now what you need to do is identify what your role in this process is if it's just you hey you need to double down on your efforts to get ready for what this is going to bring home ownership is exciting we know you can do it Mm -hmm. if you're in business and you're working with a partner or if it's just yourself i don't care how many people are on your team role identification is so important Mm -hmm. and you need to know that Two, you have to be ready to be rigorously honest with yourself, with your partner, with your spouse, and that's how you get to those uncomfortable conversations, right? When in life, most people run from those, we welcome those. I'm not saying we're seeking out only challenges, but I like to talk a little bit about those challenges as that's the offset to when the good times we experience. Mm -hmm. You know, for me and Brittany, we enjoy those moments, but we also know we have to take a deep inhale exhale and say all right here's one of those growing pains we Mm -hmm. gotta work through it um and and we just want you to know it's a commitment um at no point are we referencing saying we are the warriors the only point we're trying to make is being a part of a team whether it's you and your wife husband spouse whoever it may be or you're a partner in a business or even if you're by yourself or you're by yourself like running your own business and that's so awesome these these points can still apply to it you just have to figure out in, in what aspect that they'll work for you. And I think, I think on this final note, we sit here, watch ESPN, watch the Warriors, and we celebrate. It just looks so effortless to them. But the thing that's most important is that nobody's there watching the unseen work. No one is there seeing the re- repetition, the shots, the challenges, the setbacks, the right? Back-end work. So this is what we want to highlight. These are the three areas that help you overcome those challenges as they come. Hey, we totally appreciate you guys for tuning in this afternoon. Um, if you can, uh, follow us on social media. Uh, if you really like what we're doing, subscribe to the podcast and let's just keep growing together. Reach out to Brittany and leave some questions. If you have some questions, yeah, uh, definitely. That might we'd be. love to hear from all of you of, you know, things that you'd like to hear us talk about or, you know, questions that, that you might have that not, e- that might not even be related to what we're talking about. We welcome it. We're growing and we're learning throughout this process and we're having fun with it. Hey, that's all it is. We're just having fun. So you guys, until we see you on the next episode, have a good one. Take care and be safe out there. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Homeownership and Marriage with the Low Property Team. If you would like more information, helpful resources, or would like to book a personal consultation with the Lowe's, head over to lowpropertyteam.com. If you enjoyed today's episode, Jarrell and Brittany would be so grateful if you shared their podcast with a friend and leave them a review on iTunes or wherever you are listening. 
the Low Property Team would like to say thank you for supporting their show and being a listener. See you next time on another episode of Homeownership and Marriage.